the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, here is the single question that I want to focus on and study with you for a while, and that's this. How can you be prepared for what's coming? That's Pastor Mark Finley, and this is Hope Lives 365. At Hope Lives 365, we believe God answers prayer. Keep in mind this telephone number throughout today's broadcast, 888-244-HOPE. Here is Pastor Mark Finley with today's Hope Lives 365. Where is there a voice in the world that is calling for sanity and moral authority? Let me read to you from an encyclical of Pope Benedict. The encyclical was an encyclical called Caritas Verite that Pope Benedict sent out to all of the bishops. It is one of the most powerful, moving things I've read in a long time. It is a moving speech given by Pope Benedict. And it came right at the time of the global recession. And so that's the setting for this. And I'm going to read you just a few paragraphs. And these are the Pope's words. In the face of the unrelenting growth of global interdependence, there is a strongly felt need even in the midst of a global recession for a reform of the United Nations organization. So the first thing is Pope Benedict is calling for a reform of the United Nations. Likewise of economic institutions. Now if you have ears tuned to Revelation 18, you should see the parallel here. First, you have a moral authority, the pontiff, calling for a reorganization of the United Nations. That is political powers. He's also, he says, likewise of economic institutions and international finance. So he's calling for a political and economic union that has some moral authorities. Then he says, so that the concept of the family of nations can acquire real teeth. The pontiff continues, to manage the global economy, to revive the economies hit by crisis, to avoid any deterioration of the present crisis and the greater imbalances that would result to bring about integral and timely disarmament, food, security, and peace. Did you remember what we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3? When they say peace and what? Peace and what? Security or safety. So here is a call from the pontiff to unite, to redo the United Nations. Now this is a direct quote from the encyclical. To redo the United Nations, to draw in the economic powers for one reason. So this world would have peace and security. So he says, to guarantee the protection and environment and to regulate migration for all of this, there is an urgent need. Now this is his appeal. This is the Pope's appeal. What is there an urgent need for? A true world political authority. Then he goes on. Furthermore, such an authority would need to be universally recognized. Now this is a direct quote from the encyclical letter. 
It's an appeal for a world authority that has moral authority. It says, furthermore, such an authority would need to be universally recognized and invested with the effective power to ensure security for all, regard for justice and respect for rights. So what is Pope Benedict calling for? If the English language means anything at all, he's calling for an economic and political unity under a moral authority that would be realized by all nations. This is exactly what Revelation chapter 18 says. Let's go back to the text. Revelation 18 verse 3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. That's political. And the kings of the earth, the leaders, have committed fornication with her. That is, fornication is an illicit union. Her is a fallen religious power. So here, Revelation 18 sees religious powers uniting with political powers and economic powers. Why do they do that? To bring peace and security. What will the ultimate result be? Well, look at verse 10. Let your eyes drop down to verse 10. And there in verse 10. We'll read verse 9 and 10. The kings of the earth who committed fornication, lived luxuriously with her, will weep and lament for when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment. Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment is come. So what does the Bible predict? A political, economic, and religious union. But it predicts a sudden collapse of that and a sudden collapse of the economic system. Look, for example, at verse 11. Verse 11. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Why? Verse 17. For in one hour such great riches come to what? Nothing. Now, look at verse 19. The scripture says in verse 19, And they threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing. Alas, alas, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she's made desolate. So what does Revelation predict? It predicts a rapid economic collapse at a time when nations are trying to unite their economy to bring peace and safety in the world. Now you say, we are too secure economically. That could never happen. Let me give you some frightening figures. America's national debt is $17,500,000,000. The personal credit card debt, if you take every family in America, average out their credit card debt, I hope somebody else has yours, it's $15,000. The average American family has $15,000 in credit card debt. Now here's something frightening. The average consumer debt in America is $11,000,000,000. Now if you consider all the debt in our financial system, just America's, it's $56 trillion. $56 trillion. But the interesting thing is there's only $9 trillion in all the bank accounts in America. So our corporate debt is $56 trillion, but we only have $9 trillion in our bank accounts. If you could take every single penny out of the banks and multiply it by six, you still wouldn't have enough money to pay off our debts. When you look at where we are, now the total debt on our planet is $190 trillion. But the total GDP, gross national product, is $70 trillion. The total debt is $190 trillion. But we only have $70 trillion in gross national product. Now, one economist said this, the global financial system is a very shaky house of cards that's been constructed on a foundation of debt, leverage, and incredible risky derivatives. We're living in the greatest financial bubble in history. The European banking system has 26 times more debt than it does cash. Now, here's another way to look at this. 
if you look at all the money in the banks, you remember I told you there's nine trillion dollars in our banks? You know how much the United States government has guaranteed? You know, we talk about the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Okay, we have nine million dollars of nine trillion dollars in our banks. But that's only insured for $25 billion. You see what I'm saying? So out of that $9 trillion, we only have $25 billion backing it up. If you look at where this world is economically, we are hanging on an incredibly slender thread. Where are we headed? Where are we headed? We're headed for natural disasters. We're headed for future conflict. We're headed for economic collapse. You say, Pastor, that is an incredibly morbid picture. This is what Revelation 18 predicts. Now, here is the single question that I want to focus on and study with you for a while. And that's this. How can you be prepared for what's coming? How can you be prepared for what's coming? Were those people in the Richelieu apartments... Did they have some vague sense that a storm was coming? But were they overconfident that that storm was going to be less than the reports indicated? Why were they not prepared? Because they ignored the warnings, weren't they? They could have fled. I want to share with you three very simple ways to be absolutely positive that you are prepared for the crisis that's coming. Number one, and we find them all in Revelation 18. There is only one security in this world. Turn back to Revelation, the 18th chapter. There is absolutely no security in anything earthly. What is the great mistake of the political, economic, and religious union? It is a human attempt to solve problems. It is placing trust in a human system. There is absolutely no security in anything earthly. Your bank account can evaporate tomorrow. Banks can go out of business. Currency can rapidly devalue. There's no security in our physical health. One heart attack can lay you low. There's no security in your home. Where do we find security? There is one place. Revelation 18, verse 8. Revelation 18, verse 8. Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and lament, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord. I love that expression. Say it with me. Strong is the Lord. Together. Strong is the Lord. Again, strong is the Lord. Can Jesus get you through whatever crisis there is coming? Let's go back to the book of Psalms. Keep your finger in Revelation chapter 18. Our security is not in our bank account. Our security is not in our measure of health. Our security is not in our homes. Our security is not in our possessions. Our security is in Jesus Christ. What do you say? Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. Is there a refuge from the coming storm? Is there strength in the coming storm? God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Do we need to have our knees shaking and our hands trembling as we think about the crisis ahead? Do we? Therefore, we will not fear. Why not? Because we are secure in Jesus. Pastor Mark Finley will continue with more in just a moment. Stay tuned. You can grow in your knowledge of God's Word by enrolling in online courses by Pastor Mark Finley. 
go to hopelives365biblestudy.com. That's hopelives365biblestudy.com. When you go there, you will find wonderful courses such as Bible prophecy, discipleship, leadership, or improving your health. These courses are especially designed to help you discover deeper insights into the Bible. Go to hopelives365biblestudy.com. That's hopelives365biblestudy.com. Or call right now to register, 888-244-HOPE. That's 888-244-4673. 888-244-HOPE. Here now, once again, Pastor Mark Finley. Whatever happens in this world, our security is in Christ. God is our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar and be troubled, and the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. Whatever happens on earth... Our hearts are anchored in Jesus. Our eyes are fixed upon Jesus in his sanctuary above. God is our refuge and strength. Psalm 91. You and I need not fear. We are not looking where the world looks. We're looking to Jesus in the sanctuary above. Psalm 91. He who dwells, verse 1, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. You and I can be secure. If you put your trust in the measure of health you have, one day you'll be disappointed. If you put your trust in some bank account, one day you're going to be disappointed. If you put your trust in other people, one day you're going to be disappointed. But there is one who will never, ever let us down. In Jesus, we can be secure. In Jesus, we can find a refuge. So if you and I have some little problems today, praise God. They are an opportunity for us to lift the arm of faith higher to trust Jesus, aren't they? If there are some difficulties in our life, praise God. They're an opportunity to trust Jesus. In Christ alone. You know, I love that song, In Christ Alone. It goes like this. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled and striving cease. No guilt in life, no fear in death. There is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. I love this last closing verse. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I stand. Thank God. A crisis is coming. But thank God you and I can stand in Christ. Revelation chapter 18 tells us how to stand. One, it says we can be strong in the Lord. Secondly. Revelation chapter 18, verse 14, calls us to reevaluate our priorities. Revelation 18, verse 14, calls us to reevaluate our priorities. This is an amazing text. Revelation 18, 14. And the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you. And all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you. And you shall find them no more at all. What is this text saying? It is saying that these people had misplaced priorities. Their priorities were the things of time and not the things of eternity. 
their priorities were the material values of life. Their priorities had to do with the earth and not with heaven. And so the things that their souls longed for, those spiritual realities, that divine intimate relationship with Christ, the truths of his word, their hearts were open, their hearts were barren. Why? What is Revelation 18 a call for? First, it's a call to find our security in Christ. Secondly, it's a call to reevaluate our priorities. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be what? Added unto you. Seek you second. Seek you third. Seek you seventeenth. Seek you twenty-first. Seek you what? Seek you what? First, the what? The kingdom of God and his what? Righteousness. Is the kingdom of God first in your life? Is that the passion of your soul? How can you and I be prepared for a political, economic, financial, religious crisis that's coming? When church and state unite, how can you and I be ready for the overwhelming surprise that's going to sweep this world off its feet? First, to find our security in Jesus Christ. Secondly, to evaluate our priorities. To daily evaluate what's important to us. Is prayer important to you? Is Bible study important to you? Are the things of the kingdom important to you? There is a third aspect of this that Revelation appeals to us. How are we going to be ready for the overwhelming events? First, to find our security in Christ. Secondly, to evaluate our priorities. And thirdly, to take the long view. To take the long view. If you take the short view, you will sell out for the things of time rather than taking the things of eternity. The short view sees what is. The long view sees what will be. The short view sees what's around me. The long view sees what's above me. The short view will see a religious, political, economic union attempting to usher in world peace to bring a utopian society on earth. The long view will look beyond that. Take your Bible and turn to Revelation 19. And you remember, of course, that Revelation 19 that the chapter divisions in the book of Revelation were not there previously. And so Revelation 19 is a continuation of Revelation 18. And Revelation 19 is the appeal to see the long view. Revelation 19, verse 1 and onward. After these things I heard a loud voice. How did Revelation 18 start? What were the first three words in Revelation 18? After what? These things. So Revelation 18 says after these things that have happened in Revelation 17. Revelation 19 says after these things. After this religious, political, economic union. After the collapse of this structure that is built on a house of cards. After there is financial disaster and political disaster. And after there is economic disaster. And after there are these natural disasters. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, 
salvation, glory, honor, and power to the Lord our God. Revelation 19 gives you the four alleluias. Alleluia in verse 1, salvation and glory and honor and power to the Lord our God. Alleluia in verse 3, again they said alleluia and her smoke rises up forever and ever. Alleluia in verse 4, and the four and twenty elders, the representatives from earth, the four living creatures, the representatives from unfallen worlds, fell down and worshipped God who sat on the throne saying alleluia. Verse 5, then a voice came from the throne saying, praise our God, all you his servants and those that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of the great multitude, the redeemed of all ages, as the sound of many waters and the sound of the mighty thunder, saying, alleluia, for the Lord, our God, omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. When the mountain is high and the journey is long and the valley is deep and the days are dark, when oppressive enactments are all around us, we find our security in Jesus Christ. When materialism squeezes out everything in us that is spiritual, we reevaluate our priorities. And when oppressive enactments come and there's a union of political and economic powers, when human beings on earth can no longer buy or sell, when it looks like there is no way around or out or through, we look beyond what is to what will be. And our faith soars to heaven. And there we stand by faith with the great multitude, singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord God omnipotent reigns. The kingdoms of hell have fallen. The oppressive powers of earth have crumbled. And Jesus Christ will reign forever and ever and ever and ever. When darkness fills your soul, when the journey is long, when the days are rough, look beyond what is to what will be. Because one day together we will stand around his throne and sing hallelujah to him forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Father, our eyes are not fixed on the crisis. They are fixed on the Christ who will take us through the crisis. Father, we praise you today and we thank you today that there is a refuge in Jesus and that from every earthly tide of woes, from all of earth's foes, there is a calm and sure retreat at the mercy seat. Oh, Lord, may we find our refuge totally in Jesus. Father, if some of us need to readjust our priorities, if we've mixed up the price tags and put a high price on earth and a low price on heaven, if our Christian experience has waned, oh, Lord, help us today to readjust our priorities. Help us not look to the future crisis with smug self-confidence and egotistical arrogance. Help us look to the future on our knees humbly, knowing that only in Jesus and by Jesus we can get through. Lord, may the words of the Savior, seek you first, the kingdom of God, fill our hearts. And Father, most of all, help us look beyond earth in the trials of our life, in sickness today, in financial difficulties. 
help us look to the throne of God and to imagine ourselves there in that great multitude singing hallelujah, the Lord our God omnipotent, all powerful reigns. Oh, my Father, grant to us in the days ahead a clear, sharp vision of eternity. And may we hold your hand now and forever. In Christ's name, amen. Thanks for listening today to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Finley. We are a listener-supported ministry and would love for you to partner with us as we continue to present Christ-centered biblical truths of Scripture in practical, relevant ways. Visit the website hopelives365.com to find out more about Pastor Mark Finley at Hope Lives 365. Call 888-244-HOPE. That's 888-244-4673 or visit hopelives365.com. Thanks for listening today to Hope Lives 365. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.